0: Hello everyone, it's Steve here, and this is 20 Years in EFL Part 5. We're near at the end, I promise you that. I was trying to do an outside broadcast podcast today, but it didn't quite work on my phone, so I'm going to have to try that again at another point. So, let's talk about my 20 Years in EFL. This is Part 5. We're now in the year 2015. In August 2015, I secured a part-time teaching job in a Japanese school in in a local Jacobean manor house. For years, I'd seen Japanese students on my way home and wondered where they studied, as it would be good to work near a home. After nearly 40 years of commuting by train in and out of London, I thought it was time for a change. At the time, I didn't realize how much of a change it would be, but it was very different. This particular job involved teaching English to Japanese students but also training them how to teach English to young Japanese learners. It had been decreed by the Ministry of Education in Japan that English would become a compulsory subject for primary school children there. I would not had much experience of teacher training up to this point but had observed and critiqued countless lessons in my previous schools. So, I did a lot of background reading on teacher training, and once actively taking part, I found it very enjoyable. In September 2015, I became the Director of Studies and ESL Coordinator at this school. I remained there until 2020, when due to circumstances beyond my control, I could no longer continue working there. These circumstances happened before the pandemic and lockdown. So it wasn't the best year for me, career-wise. As I have mentioned, the school was a short journey from my home, a five-minute walking distance, and I was the the only non-Japanese person there. So most of the day, the conversation around me was Japanese. I didn't mind, as I could zone out and concentrate on my work. I did pick up a few Japanese phrases, probably by what they call peripheral learning. I noticed some phrases always preceded or followed some action and worked out the meaning from observing. The Japanese character system is difficult and I still don't know that many of them. Although, again, by the the frequent use of some characters, I discovered the meaning. So, hiragana, kanji and katakana, a lot of it is still a mystery to me. I trained many Japanese students and had an almost 100% pass rate as they were all very conscientious and enthusiastic students. I was sometimes worried they might not like the feedback I gave them on observations, critiquing their their lessons or their lesson plans. However, they always told me how much they appreciated the verbal and written feedback on their teaching practice, saying it helped them. Unfortunately, one student of mine did not seem to put the work in and I had to foul them, which, neg- which negatively affected my pass rate. My staff and I offered all the support we could, but unfortunately the student never handed in assignments on time and by the end of the course still owed assignments to all the lecturers. The student also seemed to let their classmates do all the work during collaborative tasks. One of the tasks was to observe a morning in a local primary school class and then return a few weeks later and give that class a lecture in English on Japanese culture. This could be, for example, teaching basic Japanese language, telling Japanese stories, or playing children's games or origami. One poor woman did all the work that should have been developed by all of the students. Her co-student wasn't putting in any effort into, de- into developing the material. Teaching is also about collaborations and supporting your fellow your fellow teachers. So I had to fail the student. Even the principal, whose marking regime was not as strict as the other lecturers, reluctantly agreed that the student had to receive a fail grade. In all my time there, that was fortunately the only time that happened. The rest of my trainees passed. Some of them, some some sometimes some of them passed with merit. I was referred to as. Steve Sensei by all the staff and students. Even when I wrote a report on meeting notes I referred to myself as Steve Sensei. The local cafe in the park was managed by a nice Japanese lady. Once they discovered I worked in the school the lady there and the the manager there and the staff also referred to me as Steve Sensei. I found it both quite funny and endearing at the same time. If you look on the website, you can see my attempt to write Gozamas," which means good morning. You use this phrase up until about 11am in the morning and after that you use Konnichiwa. See, I did learn something in five years. I also taught IELTS classes for Japanese students, plus lectured on EFL methodology to classes where they were learning how to teach Japanese to non-Japanese speakers. In the summer for three or four weeks I trained Japanese students in using English for teaching Japanese to non-native speakers. That was quite interesting as I was observing classes in a language that was relatively unknown to me. But I think the trainees like using me to practice on. I was also involved in a class known as the Foreign Language Lesson. This is also used in UK training courses such as TYL and CELTA. Um, or sorry TEFL I should say rather than TYL TEFL and CELTA the trainees receive receive instruction in a foreign language to give them an example of how it feels to learn another language from the very beginning and as an adult. Generally the language is not that common so to have a lesson in French or Spanish would probably be unusual. My second language is Danish so I mainly taught that to the trainees using the direct method. I would not speak in English and only Danish for the entire lesson, using pictures and prompts to illustrate the language. I'd say 99% of the students enjoyed the lessons. I always found it amusing afterwards when Japanese Japanese students would greet me in the park in the Danish language. I have also used basic Spanish and basic Russian in the lessons too, and quite enjoyed it. That's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. I think I now need a cup of tea for my dry throat. See you again soon. Bye bye.